anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. With me back again is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. Looking extra hillbilly today. Got that long beard going. Raggedy, raggedy clothes because he's been packing up his house and moving stuff around. How you been, man? How was your weekend? Good. It was busy. It was 20 degrees and snow flurries and we were moving stuff. A buddy of mine from who's actually in the peddling fiction group, Phil, he came over and helped me load up a bunch of stuff. And I was telling you before the show, if you could see the rest of my office, like the desk that my computer is sitting on and the the desk that creates the ambiance in the background are literally the only thing left in here. Everything else has been cleared out of the office. So hopefully there's not too terribly much of an echo with, with just the hollow void that is this room now. Yeah, I I mean, I'm sure your sound is still better than mine, (laughs) but uh, I I can see you still have a, is that the barbecue sauce bottle behind you though? You know, that, that is the Zuckerberg approved barbecue sauce. We have to, uh, we have to keep that in the, in the screen. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did not. I, uh, I paid a little bit of attention to social media as it was going. My wife watched the halftime show. And that was about the extent of it. Um, I just, I didn't have a whole lot of investment in it this year or last year or really the year before. Yeah. I I've reached an all time low of interest in the NFL this year. It was the only game that I watched and I didn't even watch it, but it was the only, it was the only game that I was like in a room where it was on. (laughs) And like, and I mean, I, I saw a little bit of the game, maybe like, a quarter total if you add up all the times i was watching i yeah i went to like a party my uncle's friend's house and i was pretty much cooking the whole time you know made some uh some beef tenderloin and uh yeah i drank a lot of wine i didn't really see any of the commercials he had like a really small tv too i don't know why we did it at his place but <laughs> it's like a big room with a small tv and i wasn't very interested to begin with so uh, it looked like a pretty good game though and I did watch the, the commercials after the fact just to kind of see if there was anything good. And I got to tell you, I didn't really like any of them. It wasn't, you know, it, I didn't see any of like the really obnoxious woke stuff that I think a lot of people were expecting, but they're just kind of like boring and unimaginative. One of them was terrible. The Uber Eats one was just so fucking cheesy. Like they're ordering a bunch of stuff from Uber Eats that's inedible and trying to eat it like they're retarded. And that was supposed to be funny. I don't know. They did this one. It was like a play a play on the Big Lebowski. But, they, you know, it was like it was basically like the Ghostbuster equivalent of Big Lebowski. Like if you remade it and you just like changed all the care, like Peyton Manning was in it. And then like some black chick was supposed to be Jesus coming in to the fucking bowling alley. I don't know, man. It was, I like the idea of doing like a big Lebowski thing, but the execution was just fucking terrible. And it just seemed like there, there's nothing there. Like the whole entertainment business is going down the tubes with the culture and everything else that the, the crumbling of America, you're seeing it in literally every facet of life. You're seeing it in all the institutions all of the, the government institutions, you're seeing it in Hollywood, the, the school systems, everywhere. It, it's just the, the whole fucking thing is, is coming apart at the seams. And uh, 
it's being reflected in our, our Super Bowl commercials. I could not imagine paying. I don't know what the price tag is now for 30 seconds, but my God, 30 seconds for, for that crap, um, putting investing that much money into it. And that's what most of these people come up with is it's unbelievable, man. I feel like I could make a better commercial just fucking around. Um, I saw but- one thing. There was like a 90 second commercial for, I can't even remember what it was now, but I think it said that 90 second commercial costs like $1.6 million or something like that. Yeah. uh, I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. It was always like a a million a minute or something was sort of the rule of thumb, but I wouldn't be surprised if, well, I guess 90 seconds. Yeah. So something like that. Uh, the, The price tag to go to the game was fucking insane. I think like the cheapest seat is like five grand or something like that. Somebody was telling me that and like decent seats are 12. Uh, you know, we saw a bunch of celebrities there unmasked. That, that was the other thing, you know, there I, I heard uh, I think it was Adam Carolla was talking about the SoFi Stadium, like the mask mandate and like all these, you know, they have all the same like bizarre ritualistic rules that they're trying to enforce where it's like, yeah, you're supposed to wear your mask, but you can take it off to like drink a beer, or eat a hot dog or something like that. And it's just unenforceable. But it is. uh it is interesting now that officially the science is changing. You know, it's, it's this evolving thing before it was settled and you couldn't question it, but now it's changed all of a sudden and more and more people who were, I would say responsible for ruining the lives of hundreds of millions of people around the world. I don't think that's an overstatement. Um, they've, they've done a tremendous amount of damage just to the U S alone and who have said some of the most despicable things I've ever heard come out of a person's mouth. Now the science has changed and they're backing off. They're trying to weasel out of what they've done to humanity for the last two, two years. Has it been, yeah, it's been about two years now, two fucking years. I don't When's the anniversary? Is it a month from now? Is it March 15th? I think that's right. Yeah, I think we're coming in on coming in on a month away because uh, yeah. it was early to mid March was when all that went down. Yeah. So now you've got all these people who were, you know, wear the damn mask, just shut up and wear the mask and get the vaccine. And they're they're not really backing off the vaccines yet, but they're backing off the masks. And it's very interesting to see them after they've painted themselves into this corner, try to weasel out of it. And we've got, I, I do want to talk about that doctor, the CNN doctor, Leanna Wen, play some of her clips because she is, she's who I envision as like the face of, of these fucking evil people said some unbelievable things over the last two years. And, and now uh, wants to create, you know, like this little third part of society for people who have just been so diligently following the science and now that it's starting to change, they're changing their policy recommendations purely based on that. And um, we, we get to see a lot of those people using the same excuses for not wearing a mask at the Super Bowl. I think, was it the, who was it in California who was, said he was like holding his breath? When yeah, he wasn't wearing- the, uh, is that Gardetti? Is that the mayor of Los Angeles? Yeah, I, think, I think it was the mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's apparently setting world records for holding his breath because he had his mask off like the entire game. <sighs> yeah, yeah. The uh... and in in Leanna Wynn, I mean, she's effectively like CNN's crisis actor doctor because uh, she was she did their coverage of the Boston Marathon bombing and a bunch of other stuff. Like she's been, she has been the face of. Uh, medical bullshittery for cnn for close to a decade now (laughs) yeah it there is uh well let's let's place the the first clip so she was on i don't know one of the cnn shows this was like i don't know maybe wednesday of last week sort of mid to late last week and this is her trying to backpedal and talk about how the science has changed. And so we can we can change all of the recommendations based off of the new science. And what science has changed exactly, nobody seems to get into that. It's, it's a really funny balancing act that they have to do. 
where they have to talk about all the science changing, but they don't want to direct anybody to the science specifically because literally nothing has changed. Nothing since April of 2020 is any different, really. Not with any of these variants, except that they're getting milder. <laughs> like The only thing that's changing is that with each new variant, it gets less and less deadly. And nothing, they have no science to point to, to back up their previous recommendations, but the science has changed, but only just recently. And here we go. Here's, here's uh, Dr. Leanna Wen. Do you agree with the move? I do. There was a, and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions, but when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people are you are not wearing masks. If you wear a high quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer too. And so in this case, I'm not saying, I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that, that their child can wear a mask if needed. Okay, hang on. We got to pause it right there. We, we have some more. Huh. I mean, if only somebody had been saying that since, I don't know, March of 2020, one-way masking is a thing now. Imagine that. Your mask, in theory, might still work. If they do work, your mask would work even if I wasn't wearing one. And it should be an individual responsibility. Individual responsibility. This is this is the lady who said um, we need to use the vaccine as like or your your freedoms as a carrot to getting people to take the vaccines. This is oh god, what else is she fucking said? I hate this fucking lady, man. I hate I can't stand her. Well, and how many times over the last year and a half have they said that the science is settled, that this is proven scientific evidence that you should be doing this and this and this, and now. Well, the science has changed. It's not actually settled. And, and what all those fringe conspiracy theorists have been saying for a year and a half about how the, the mask is to protect yourself, not to protect everybody else, and blah, 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 blah. You know, the, they were right, but we're not going to actually say that they were right. We're going to say that the, the science changed now. It's, it's yes. only now they, is that the, yeah, the case. No, they didn't get anything wrong. They didn't make any mistakes. There wasn't one group of people who were right and completely demonized, right on literally everything, completely demonized, deplatformed, censored, careers ruined, lives ruined because of their um, misinformation, right? And now they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't get anything wrong. This, the science has just changed. It's evolved. And we no longer need to have a two-tiered society. She was claiming, you know, she wanted the two-tier society. She wants you to be any, you couldn't trust the unvaccinated. They shouldn't be allowed to do anything. This is the same lady. This is the same lady. So what should we do with uh, people like her, who for the last two years were saying that, um, we, we should basically lock these people up and throw away the key because they're, they're so untrustworthy. They're spreading disinformation. Look at all the, the damage they could be doing by walking around unvaccinated of all things and not wearing their masks. What should we do with people like Leanna Went at this point, who not only got everything wrong, were prescribing some of the most inhumane, destructive um, prescriptions to these sorts of problems and who refuse to take responsibility for it. Right. And <clears throat> none of them are going to be held accountable for anything. I'm not getting any of those videos that got removed back. You're not getting your YouTube channel back as much as I would like to get it back. Uh, it, like they're not going to apologize to anybody that got their Facebook page nuked or got their Twitter account nuked there. Like, and, and, and over what, because people said something that was factually accurate, but didn't fit the narrative. That's until yeah. now, because we have midterms coming up and because this whole drawn out COVID thing is becoming wildly unpopular amongst the 
vast majority of American voters. And that includes Democrats. Like that's, this is not just some right wing, you know, uh, MAGA folk thing. Like the whole COVID regime is becoming increasingly unpopular amongst everybody, except for the most fringe, psychotic uh, COVID idiots out there. And and so they're so now they're starting to shift the narrative because they realize they can't keep pushing this at infinitum because if they do, they're just going to push themselves out of office. Well, that's right. And I mean, that is the the, the silver lining with uh, the Omicron variant was that as soon as we saw how mild it was, you know, it's like even milder than the one before, which is milder than the one before that. And the the narrative was going to crumble. And they, they just couldn't push it like they could they could push the fear thing for a while, a lot longer than I thought they could. I never thought they'd be able to make it like a year and a half of of people being that propagandized to be afraid of something when you can literally just go outside and look around. It was never the end of the world. Yes, it was a serious you know virus for a certain sector of the population, a very small sector of the population, a very specific age group. Um, underlying condition, comorbidities, whatever, but the vast majority of, of young people, healthy people had very little to fear from this thing. And yet they were able to convince all of those people who were almost at no risk whatsoever from uh, especially the variants of, of COVID-19 to, to do their bidding for them and to, and to help push the fear and enforce these ridiculous mandates and I mean, they were able to get away with it for so long, but until once you had the, the Omicron variant and it was just right in everybody's face and more and more, and since it was so contagious, a lot of people got it. And they're like, this is what I've been locking myself in my house for, for two years. It was this, I had a fever for three days and that's it. I had a sore throat and that's what we shut down the fucking world for. And instead of giving up, you know, Instead of if they had just come out and been like, listen, you know, like we fucked up, uh, we got this wrong. I'm sorry. I still wouldn't accept their fucking apology. <laughs> I would not. But it would go a lot farther to sort of mending the the relationship of, of what they like. They've completely fragmented society. And I, I don't I don't want to be in a world with the Leanna Wens anymore. Um, so somebody who's who's willing to do to humanity what she was willing to do over something as mild as the Omicron variant. And she says she knew that the vaccines were effective against Omicron. That's just fucking wrong. I, I don't know what she was talking about there. It, it was the, the, the fact that the, the the vaccines were so ineffective is one of the reasons why people are done. They're done with all these bullshit mandates because it's clear that whatever Leanna Wen has been prescribing did not work. It never worked. It was never going to work. And I don't I don't want to be in a world with people like that. Um, if we're going to set up a two tiered society, there, there's a special place for the Leanna Wens of the world and the rest of us who want to just, you know, live and let live. Let people enjoy their freedoms uh, as long as they're not aggressing against other people, hurting other people. Um, they they should be left to their own uh, device, uh, personal freedom of cho- freedom of choice. You know, do what you want to do. You want to wear a mask? Go ahead and wear a mask. You've got one way masking now that that's officially approved by the Leanna Wens of the world. But my God, dude, to have to to get something that wrong, and and to not show any sort of remorse or self-reflection, no apologies from anybody. I'm not letting them off the hook on this. This is bullshit. You don't just get to be like, oh, now the science has changed. No, 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 no. nothing has changed. Nothing has changed except the, the vast majority of people's attitudes towards you, which should have been in more in line with our attitudes this entire time. Speaking of people's <clears throat> attitudes, did you see, see the uh, the... The mayor of Boston, I believe it was, did like a Facebook live stream. And and see, the only reason I bring this up is because I am actually super racist. And she is also an Asian lady. And her and Leanna Wynn, at least in my opinion, look a lot alike. Maybe I'm just completely off base on that. And uh, that's just the racist in me. <laughs> uh, she did a live stream on Facebook. And like 
uh, all of the comments were just, when are you going to end these mask mandates? When are you going to stop making our kids wear masks? When are you going to end these lockdown protocols? When are you going to end the vaccine passports? When are you going to, when are you going to, when are you going to? And she's just like sitting there on this live stream, like her, you know, deer in the headlights <laughs> as these <laughs> as these comments scroll by. And every once in a while, there'll be one that pops up. Oh, you look so pretty. Or thank you for everything you do. And like, she'll respond to that one. But all, the, the entire stream is just all these people just just laying in on it. It is hilarious. Well, they are like locked in these bubbles that they they only deal with the, you know, people that are going to blow smoke up their ass and people that think exactly the same way they do. And, you know, you see it, you're seeing it now in Canada with, with the trucker convoy thing. Like as soon as they have to come face to face with the people who like the millions of people who are not only fed up with this, but who've, who's had their, their lives fucking ruined or potentially ruined. Um, they, they don't want to come face to face with them. They, they skip town like Justin Trudeau did. They go into hiding. They conveniently catch COVID right when the truckers are coming to town so they don't have to deal with the consequences of all their bullshit fucking rules that they're coming up with but uh let's go ahead and and, and play the rest of this clip because we got about another minute left and then we we can play some of the older clips of her saying um all the all the things that she got wrong as well um you know king new jersey the case in new jersey for instance their new case average is just over four thousand. Um, is that an acceptable number to do this or, or, or are they projecting out to March 7th at this point? I don't think we should be looking at case counts at all at this huh. point, especially when we're dealing with a milder variant and when so many people were exposed to Omicron and therefore have have at least some level of protection, either through vaccination or immunity. The key number that we should be looking at is hospitalizations. If our ICUs and hospitals in that particular region are not overwhelmed, if they're not over capacity, we can set a number, for example, 75% or 80% full, then we should be able to relax all risk restrictions. And I actually believe that we should be starting to, with the first restriction removed, should actually be the restriction on children. Because while for adults, you could say, well, what's the harm of adults masking when they go into a grocery store? There actually is a harm that we should be discussing of children continuing to mask. That doesn't mean that masking doesn't have its place for children when there are... No, that's exactly what it means. If we get a new variant in the future, that children... We may want to bring masks back, but we should also be intellectually honest and say that masking has had a cost, especially for the youngest learners, uh, people with English as a second language, children with learning disabilities. There has been a cost to them. So the risk benefit calculation has really changed. You don't fucking say. I, I I want this taken off of the Internet. All this disinformation. This is bullshit. Think of the children. Think of the children. She should not be allowed on TV saying these things. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we're going to put all these child children's lives at risk. How could she do this? Where, where Where's the change in the science? All of a sudden, we're not supposed to look at uh, cases anymore. It's back to the hospitalizations because Omicron such a mild variant. Now, I'm old enough to remember when Omicron was like going to be the end of the world. And it was it was not mild. It was even more of a reason to get vaccinated. You know, to me, it sounds like Leanna Wynn has become a, a alt right white supremacist. I, I mean, there's there is almost nothing different in that message than all of the, the supposed alt right white supremacists. At least when it comes to COVID, it, it really is just fucking unbelievable. With a straight face, this isn't like a pivot. This is a complete 180, Try, pretending like, oh, you were, she was just like going through some new charts and some new data, and she rejiggered all the numbers and everything like that. And it turns out um, maybe there, there could be some, some adverse effects to, to putting a mask over everybody's face that your child sees for the first five years of their life. Um, and that kids aren't as susceptible to Omicron. No, it's not just Omicron that they're not susceptible to. They're not susceptible to any of it ever. I, I remember seeing the fucking numbers come out of New York in April of 2020. And I know I did a fucking podcast on this, like in real time. I, I look at it was like one person. There was one death from like zero to 20, maybe something like that. One person. Everybody else was like over the age of 65, 
had diabetes, morbidly obese, have been treating their bodies like fucking trash for 60, 70, 80 years. And then they died. And who knows if they died because they were put on ventilators when they shouldn't have been put on ventilators. Um, I mean, I, I will give them, you know, treating a, a virus that you haven't seen before. Okay, there's going to be some, you know, um, trial and error there. You're going to get stuff wrong. Um, but they, they do, they did censor, they, they kicked that one doctor off of everything for saying that he thought the ventilators were killing people. And, you know, the amount of damage that that has been done because of the Leanna Wens of the world refusing to actually follow the science and listen to some of these people who've been talking about the, the, the issues with not just with children, but, you know, suicide. We ran through some of the numbers on the last podcast with just in the military, but like stillbirths, suicides, anxiety, uh, childhood development, like language, speech impediments are like off the charts Childhood obesity is off the charts. These are going to have profound effects on the lives of millions of people for the next 50 years. I mean, like imagine becoming like an obese diabetic because you were told to sit home and eat fucking takeout food for two years, not exercise. Um, it, it really is unbelievable the amount of disinformation that they've been peddling. And, and now it's not disinformation for the last two years. It's just the science changed. The science changed. And, and anybody that's making this pivot without fucking apologizing and admitting that they got it wrong, all they're, they're, it's the same NPC bobblehead, wear a damn mask. Now it's just the science has changed. What science? They, they can't point to it. They can't point to anything that's actually changed. We might just have more of it. We, you know, we had like a couple studies early on and we had some numbers out of New York early on. And then we got more and more numbers to confirm those numbers along the way, but nothing has actually changed. And so it's just the same bobblehead, nod your head, science is, repeat after me, wear a mask, get vaccinated, science has changed. What's been the reaction to this from the the COVID cult? Because most of, obviously, we run in sort of similar circles. So most of the reaction that I see is kind of our opinions on it. What's the COVID cult saying about this? Because, like, I imagine they are going full lynch mob ready to go after her because she has broken away from their prescribed truth and, and belief of the last year and a half. I. I honestly, I couldn't tell you because I, I don't really talk to people that listen to the Leanna Wens of the world anymore. I know. And that's like, I've, I've been discovering that uh, a lot of people have blocked me on Facebook over the last couple of years that I guess I hadn't really realized it. Uh, I was just going through my friends list and find out that there are a lot of people that I used to be friends with that I'm not anymore. And they were the ones who would typically prescribe to this side of of the issue. So I was yeah. going to try to find what are they saying about this or are they saying anything at all? And uh, apparently I've been blocked. So I'm having trouble, <laughs> having trouble getting outside sources. If I got something as wildly wrong as they did. And when I say they got it wrong, it wasn't just like that they, they had an opinion on this and it was wrong. They were saying that like unvaccinated people shouldn't be given the same level of medical care. They have to go to the back of the line. They, they fucking dancing on people's graves when they would die. They're saying the most despicable, hurtful things. And it's like when you were being that big of a dick for the last two years, and then it turns out that you were fucking wrong about everything and you're trying to walk like they have to do the same 180 that she's doing. But they've been in their personal relationships. They've been like basically calling you the biggest piece of shit. You, you're killing grandma. You're, you're selfish. All this stuff. I, I don't know how you come back from that, because even if I'm wrong about something, I'll admit that I'm wrong and I will apologize. But I will never be wrong about something to the extent that they were and just mean about it and evil throughout the process where you're. You're, you're saying that people should be like, basically, um, you want a, a, a caste society where you can't do anything. I get to enjoy all my freedoms because I'm following the science and you can just go fuck off and, and stay in your house. Right. Um, let's see if we have, I think I have some more 
Leanne Van clips here, some older ones. Let's try this. Oh, that's that's too long. That when vaccinated and unvaccinated people are mixing, unless there is proof of vaccination, everybody should still be wearing masks. And so I actually support what the CDC is now doing, which is going back to this indoor mask requirement, because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated, that they have been walking around without masks. And in fact, that's what led to the surge that we're seeing. Oh, the surge was due to the unvaccinated not wearing masks. Do you believe that races, the variables are, and what the messaging should be? My main concern is that we're not going to reach herd immunity because of vaccine hesitancy. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to believe who desperately want the vaccine right now. Wait a minute. That doesn't even make any sense. Who needs a vaccine to reach herd immunity? Am I wrong on that? Can't you get herd immunity just from people catching COVID and getting over it? Yes, and most original and most actual virologists. And so, for those who actually are watching the video, I've looked kind of distracted. I've been trying to figure out what Leanna Wynn's credentials are, and it looks like for a few years she was a an emergency, like an emergency room doctor, and then she became a professor at uh, George Washington University, uh, a professor of emergency room medicine and uh that's about it she did a few years of emergency room medicine and she was also the uh she was the head of uh planned parenthood for a while so that's uh, important yeah. to keep in mind yeah so that, that's that's her that's her credentials on this she was she did she did emergency room medicine for a little while and then she was a professor also for a little while yeah. And, th- and this is the clip where she says she wants to take away your, you know, your God given freedoms so that they can control you and, and make you do what they want to do, which in this case is take the vaccine. But as we know, they would if they can get away with doing it on this level, they will, as we're seeing, uh, we're, we got some clips here from uh, Canada as well that we'll talk about. They'll do it to take away all kinds of uh, things or try to control your behavior in all sorts of ways. And they're thinking, oh, well, it's just a small percentage of people who are actually anti-vaxxers. And that's true. There is the anti-science, anti-vaxxer contingent. But I think that there are many more people, millions of people who, for whatever reason, have concerns about the vaccine, who just don't know what's in it for them. And we need to make it clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100 percent. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status because otherwise if everything is reopened then what's the carrot going to be how are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine so that's why i think the cdc and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say if you're vaccinated you can do all these things here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway and i fear a situation of coming into the fall when we never reach herd immunity and then we get hit by the next surge of, of, of COVID-19 in the fall, something that we could have prevented if we just got people vaccinated now. Thank you, Dr. Lena Wen. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is. That that mindset is is basically what we have to defeat as as libertarians. That mindset where they're not really freedoms that you enjoy. They're privileges that are granted to you they're bestowed to you by government and the government has uh, not only the the right but the responsibility to take away those privileges that they allow you to enjoy in order to protect society and do do what's right for the rest of you know the world or whatever their their most recent excuse is it, it's a it's a very destructive mentality and they've done a tremendous job of getting people to believe that they especially through, you know, the control of the school system where nobody really understands what a right is anymore. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti coffee. 
You know them well by now. They are our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your mornings started right with the taste of freedom. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzotti, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at Lorenzotti.coffee, promo code FICTION. All right. They they think that, you know, basically everything that's a privilege is a right and everything that's a right is a privilege. They've got it like completely backwards, like the Bernie Sanders of the world. Education is a right. Healthcare is a right. Housing is a human right. Um, None of those are actual rights. <laughs> your, your rights can't impose a, an obligation on somebody else to provide it to you. I, I don't know. It, it's a very destructive um, mentality and it it's everywhere. It's everywhere and it it permeates through like all facets of society. It's not something that if if we can't if we can't defeat that, if we can't sort of get people to do the 180 that Leanna Wen just did when it comes to um, your freedom and inalienable rights, I don't know what America looks like going forward. Yeah, it's, um, I think we are going to be in for an interesting three to six months going forward because we're starting to see a lot of the, the corporate narrative around COVID crumbling, the Louisiana winds and, and a, lot of, a lot of the mainstream news media starting to change their tune the cdc starting to change their tune even if a lot of it's being done quietly and and kind of being overlooked by the general public uh they're starting to come back around to returning to normal and not this new normal but like normal normal um i mean obviously there's going to be some level of new normal and i hate that term with a with a passion like obviously there's going to be some extent to which it will be a new normal because there are going to be the the COVID cultists who refuse to to move on from this ever. But for the most part, I mean, we're kind of trending and moving in the direction of back to like pre-pandemic type of behavior yeah. out of apathy. And also because they are saying that the science has changed and they are starting to to acknowledge that it's not what they have played it up as for the last two years. Yeah. But like I said, that's just not enough for me. <laughs> I don't, I, I want to fucking at least an apology. I, I want to make sure that the, the people that are responsible for actually spreading disinformation and using it to usurp power and, and ruin people's lives are held accountable. This cannot happen again. This is outrageous what they've been allowed to get away with for the last two years. And I mean, I have another, I don't want to like beat this fucking horse to death here. Well, but I was about to say, I can transition us. Cause if you, uh, if you aren't, or it, even though you'll probably never get an apology, you might be pleased to see that they end up losing a hell of a lot of money as this whole thing starts to free fall. That, yeah, I mean, well, they, they've already made so much though. I mean, they've they've gotten their their six. They spent six trillion dollars last year. They're gonna spend that again this year. It's all going to these, you know, pharmaceutical companies, the politically connected. But yeah, you did have a uh, you did have that article on Moderna that we should go through. Yeah. So this is from Forbes. Moderna stock crash. Uh, losses top 140 billion as insiders sell millions of dollars in shares. Uh, so. I don't know if anybody else was paying attention and saw it. Over the weekend, there was a, a thing going around Twitter that the Moderna CEO had sold off a whole bunch of shares and had deleted his Twitter account. And this was played off as nothing. There was nothing nothing to see here. 
just a normal thing. He's always sell. He's he has regularly been selling shares like this as part of some sort of strategy, which I don't doubt. I mean, if he's a good good money manager, he has probably been doing that to some extent. Uh, but then the entire entirely deleting his his Twitter account. It was also pointed out that he had not been active on Twitter for or had not been very active on Twitter for a while. And but to just outright delete the account seems odd. Um, but anyway, it was all played off as no, nothing to see here. No big deal until this Forbes article that came out uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday evening. <laughs> Moderna stock crashes. Uh, loss of stock 140 billion as insiders sell. And and so it's been it's been tracking. The article goes through and kind of tracks Moderna's stock behavior over the last six months or so. And really what you've kind of seen is since the beginning of Omicron, the Moderna stock has been on constant free fall. <laughs> it, and, and really the only thing that the only thing that has propped up Moderna at all is the fact that COVID happened. And, and now you're starting to see uh, in the wake of, of Omicron, Moderna's stock has been just constantly going down and granted it was i think it at its highest it got up to like four hundred dollars a share i can't remember uh, almost 500 i'm looking at the chart right now I yeah so it, it got up outrageously and and the, and an and, and interest blah, an interesting thing about moderna is there was like nothing to moderna prior to COVID. Uh, I've even shared an article a number of times, like anybody who will read it, I'll share. There's an article that came out in 2017 that explained how uh, Moderna was basically like a failing company and they were they were relying on something like a, uh, a new vaccine technology to save them. And here we are, you know, a couple years later, yeah, they get I, to they get to capitalize on this new vaccine technology that they have been working on that was bankrupting the company prior to this pandemic. Yeah, it was so. I mean, from December of 2018 to March of or yeah, March of 2020, February of 2020, it was like a 15 to 20 dollar stock, and then over the la over the next year, it got up to almost 500 dollars a share. And then you see this nice little, uh, put in a little double top here and it's just breaks structure to the downside. And it's been tanking ever since, you know, late September last year. Um, that was basically the high, the high watermark was August of last year. And I don't know what, what that was. I guess that was still Delta right back then. See, I'm, I was looking at that and I was curious about that too. Uh, so around this time frame that you're kind of highlighting on the chart, that was when the the move variant um, was running through South America, and and I've talked about it before. I'm, I'm like I'm going to keep beating this horse until it's completely dead. The move variant was effectively Omicron before Omicron. It it ran through a lot of South America without really creating an, an increase in deaths. Like cases spiked, it completely avoided the vaccines. Deaths actually went down during that time instead of going up and it ran its course in about a month. Uh, so I, I was talking about that back when it happened at the end of August, early September, because I was like, this is gonna be the next thing. Like this variant is going to be the next thing that they try to take off with. And sure enough, Omicron came around and, and it was effectively the same thing. Uh, so like, I I kind of wonder if some of the insiders weren't kind of reading the reading the tea leaves a little bit and seeing that, hey, you know, the next iteration of these variants is going to, for one, avoid the vaccine and for two, be a lot less, a lot less deadly and burn themselves burn themselves out really quickly yeah yeah it's funny that the stock ticker for it is mrna <laughs> i thought that you was interesting you can't make this shit up it's just 
it really is just unbelievable. And it, it sounds like there's a ton of insider trading going on. Like this guy knew that that Forbes article was going to come out and yeah, he's dumping a bunch of stock. All the insiders are dumping a bunch of stock and man, I'm sure they've fucking made out like bandits, even dumping it at 150. I'm sure they got all their shares when it was at fucking 18. Oh yeah. This, this guy has been bought in since the beginning of, uh, yeah he's been bought in since the beginning of moderna going public and he has sold off over two million shares uh here over during the during the i guess during the free fall here over the last six months or so yeah and i mean i can't really i have trouble blaming the players instead of the fucking game that's been set up for them like if I was at Moderna, I'd be doing the same fucking thing. Um, I, I mean, I'd probably be actually blowing the whistle on a lot of this stuff because I have a conscience. But, you know, this is what's been set up by the fucking government, by this incestuous relationship, this public private, par- you know, partnership that everybody in Washington, you know, what uh, goes on and on about how beautiful it is, you know, this cooperation between the state and the private sector and blah, 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 blah. And they've set this game up. These fucking CEOs, these big pharma, all of these guys, the big tech guys, they're, they're doing it too. But, you know, they're playing the, the hand that they were dealt. Um, my, my problem with is with who's dealing the cards and who's stacking the fucking deck and how the, the potential here for, um, some of the the worst things that could happen to to people in general is it's staggering and we're start we're we're seeing inklings of it i think this is as good time as ever to go to uh switch gears and go to canada because they're they've uh justin trudeau has instituted a state of emergency which i i still think it's absolutely ridiculous that um, we have these special emergency powers and the, and the people that get to exercise the powers get to declare when it's an emergency. That's absolutely ridiculous. But th- this is a very interesting clip. And I, 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 don't I thought know. this was just a fringe group that was uh, insignificant. Right. It is funny how quickly that changed, right? This is a fringe element. We don't even need to cover it in the news to, okay, these are terrorists. They're, they're causing untold amount of damage and we need a state of emergency to deal with it. But the, the emergency powers that they're coming up with is to basically call upon all of these private companies, the banks and to, to go after anybody who's supporting this movement and uh, you know, hit them where it hurts. And I mean, you can you can imagine what the implications. I mean, we've seen it just in sort of like the liberty podcasting world, where they deplatform you and they keep your uh, your not your GoFundMe. What's the other one? Uh, PayPal. Uh, yeah, GoFundMe. Well, GoFundMe just straight up like stole the money. But yeah, the, uh, Patreon. Oh. Patreon. Oh. What I was thinking of. Where it's just like they'll they'll just like take your your donation like the the donations that you get they'll deplatform you they'll, they'll keep that it's um this is a really scary thing here and let's listen to let's listen I don't know who this lady is but I know she's you got Trudeau behind her um, so she's like sort of the the spokesperson some government official talking about what their plan is. As far as uh, the the state of emergency, how they're going to deal with the freedom convoy. The government is issuing an order with immediate effect under the Emergencies Act, authorizing Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services where the institution suspects that an account is being used to further the illegal blockades and occupations. This order covers both personal and corporate accounts. Third, we are directing Canadian financial institutions to review their relationships with anyone involved in the illegal blockades and report to the RCMP or CSIS. As of today, a bank or other financial service provider will be able to immediately freeze 
or suspend an account without a court order. In doing so, they will be protected against civil liability for actions taken in good faith. <laughs> Federal government institutions will have a new broad authority to share relevant information with banks and other financial service providers to ensure that we can all work together to put a stop to the funding of these illegal blockades. I mean, what, that- what do they think they're going to do? The Canadian military has already said, this is your problem, not ours. The Ottawa police, for the most part, have said, we're not going to do anything about this. Uh, the tow truck companies who they would need to actually get the trucks out of there and get them off the street have said, uh, fuck you, we're not going to do it. I, they, Trudeau and his entire uh, uh, cabinet or whatever you want to call it, like all of his backers, they have no support. Nobody is willing to actually do anything to enforce any of this emergency uh, measures or whatever. So like, and, and what's it, what's illegal about these guys just being parked? I don't, I'm not understanding what the, uh, this suddenly became an illegal blockade. When, what, what, what are they doing? That's illegal park. They're parked. Well, the thing is though, you're right. They don't have the, a lot of local support on the ground, which is why they're going to the banks because the banks and the fucking government are essentially one in the same. And, you know, they know where their fucking bread is buttered. And if they want this fucking cheap money to keep flowing in and their millions and millions and millions in bonuses and their bailouts, whenever there's a fucking run on the bank or anything like that, any of their investments go to shit, the government will be there to bail them out. Well, then maybe you need to cut off that, uh, that, that tow truckers company's account. Don't let them access it. Uh, until they actually tow the car like it you go to the bank and that's like the fucking the lifeblood of everything because everybody's got a fucking bank account and that that's how they run their business um it's the the fact that they can come out and say you can put you can freeze an account you can take money from an account without a court order as long as you're acting in good faith what the fuck man what I mean, they, they do that now. Um, the IRS does that. They'll just go into your account and fucking take money from you if they think that you owe it to them. Um, I, I know I've mentioned that they did that to my sister. They overdrew her account because they thought she owed money. She actually didn't. They were wrong. They still overdrew her account. They just went in and took it. And last week we were talking about the, the Bitcoin couple. Uh, they just went in and stole a bunch of Bitcoin from them. There was no warrant. There was no due process or anything. They just go in there and they fucking take it. And I know this had a big, you know, this um, people read this and they're like, oh, yeah, the, you know, they've gotten to the big banks. They can freeze your account. They can use that to manipulate uh, behavior and everything like that. So this, this is going to be really good for crypto and crypto had a nice little pop. It's still if you guys remember the um, the structure level that we were looking at on uh, Bitcoin was about 44,000. And I wanted to see a close above that. We still haven't gotten it. It's about right back up there now, I think. It's at 44,000 as we speak. It, it has not been able to break above that level. And until it does, I would be pretty bearish on that chart right now. But um, it seems like they can do that with crypto now. They were able to track all of those transactions that they did and they were able to steal them back without any due process whatsoever. The only um, the the only other thought I had as, as sort of a way to combat that is the um, the infinite banking concept. Are you familiar with that at all? No, explain. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the the broad strokes because I know we're probably coming up on time here pretty soon. But it's basically, from what I understand, you take out. Uh, a whole life insurance policy, but you tailor it in a very specific way. So you don't really, you're not really concerned about using it as a life insurance policy, as much as you want to be able to borrow from the policy instead of borrowing from a bank. So, and, you know, Bob Murphy has done some work on this and uh, there's some other videos out there and books you can read the infinite banking concept. 
it's I've tried to look into it a few times and I've I don't know how I feel about it yet. I, I can't I can't decide whether or not, you know, some there's like a, you have to fund it, I think, for like eight years or something. So you pay into the policy. Right. And once you get enough money in there, you can borrow from the policy and and the policy continues to pay you interest and continue to grow as if you didn't take that money out. And then I think you pay the interest back into your policy or something. So you're basically becoming your own bank is the idea. You're using this life insurance policy, borrowing against it so that you can um, sort of circumvent the banking system. And instead of going to, you know, JP Morgan Chase, when you need a, a loan to buy a car, you just borrow from your own policy. And it, it seems like a really good idea um, for certain things, but it also seems kind of too good to be true. Where it's like, I don't know, I get this, you know, $100,000 policy, I can take out 50 grand, and they're still paying me interest as if I have 100,000 in there, and it keeps growing and growing and growing. Um, and I know, I, I talked to somebody about it, and they were telling me that you had to, you, you can't take any money out of it for like eight years or something. And I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm not funding this for eight years. But man, we're going to need something. Because the, Canada is not going to be the first one to declare a state of emergency because they don't like what you're doing. And then to be able to use that incestuous relationship that they've created with the banking system to, to grab you by the balls, essentially. It's, it's, um, it, it is literally the one thing that we've been harping on. that You cannot have public-private partnerships. Government poisons everything. And this is... This is their last, you know, uh, I think Spike Cohen had, had a tweet about this or something where he was saying like, they don't have, the government doesn't have the numbers to, to make good on any of their threats. You know, Trudeau was coming out and, and basically had like a thinly veiled threat, like get your kids out of there. It's time to go home. They don't have the numbers to make good on it. So they're going to, they're going to do the same thing that they do to collect fucking sales tax to collect all kinds of taxes in the banking system now, the, the know your customer thing. They depend on the, the banks to basically rat on their customers if they think they're doing something nefarious. They're going to you know deputize the banks or anybody else who's become dependent on the government to keep those fucking money spigots coming. They're going to use them to do their dirty work for them. And it's it, it, we, we just can't have it. You cannot have a fucking free society when the government can circumvent any restrictions that you've put on it, which is saying emergency. It's an emergency. Uh, we don't need a warrant to just take money from you now and ruin your life. This is why our great grandparents and grandparents buried cash in cans in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's unfucking believable how quickly America went from fuck you. Uh, you know, I am free. I'm going to do what I want. Um, we will, we're prepared to fight a war against the biggest fucking government at the time to just being a complete cuck for government. We're starting to see Europe of all places roll back all of their COVID mandates before America. We still got a lot of this shit going on. Europe is being more fucking America than America. It's pathetic, man. It's fucking pathetic. It's embarrassing. Should all be embarrassed. It, 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 it is interesting how just a little bit of a pandemic has turned what is supposed to be the freest country in the world into the giant, the most gigantic slave camp on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I don't want to let them just fucking oh, pivot. Science has changed. No big deal. We didn't get anything wrong. It's just we got some new information. And so we're going to we're going to give you back some of these freedoms that we took away. No, 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 no. We, we cannot forget what they fucking did, what they said, what they were prepared to do, what they've been threatening to do, what they were just the thoughts that they had. Just disgusting thoughts that, that go through the heads of the Liana Wens of the world. And what they are prepared to do to their fellow man over something as mild as the Omicron. Uh, uh, no, you don't just get to be like the science changed. No, 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 no. There has to be drastic fucking repercussions for these people. They should never be allowed to hold fucking public office again. And we have to do away with all of these like just obvious 
sidesteps to constitutional restraints. And just, you know, the who was the one was it from New Jersey or something that was on Tucker Carlson? I know Dave Smith talks about it a lot. Oh, like we weren't thinking about the, the Constitution when we did this. It's above my pay grade or whatever. It's like, dude, fuck that. No, no, no. And you don't get to institute things and then go to the Supreme Court like a year later and be like, was I allowed to do this from a year ago? Even if they say no, well, there's no fucking repercussions for that either. There's never any repercussions for these motherfuckers. All, all the repercussions fall on the people that have been speaking the truth this entire time. They're the only ones that get fucking punished and punished for what? Trying to save the lives of millions of people. Yeah, punished for being right all along. Yeah. Yeah. It's goddamn. We cannot let them slide. I, I mean, if there was one thing to not let them get away with, it's this. You can't just fucking pull a 180 like this and pretend like you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, In my opinion, you know, heads have to roll. Of course, I mean, figuratively. In Minecraft. Yeah, obviously. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's about all I got for today. Yeah, I think that I think that pretty well covers it. Uh, uh, Anything else that's going on can wait until Friday. It's uh, this is like the 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 about face on all the COVID stuff and. I think it's. I, th- I, th- I think this is just the tip of the spear. Like I, I sincerely think that it is about to get crazy over the next three to six months, uh, and, and I hope. I hope we do see repercussions for the people who have been at the at the forefront of this thing and really making it into the catastrophe. The catastrophe that it's been. I mean, no other situation in life works out like this. Like where you can get something completely wrong. Um, and and do such a tremendous amount of damage, and still at, at a minimum keep your job. But I, I, dude, I, I would go so much farther than that. I think they should be fucking locked up for fucking crimes against humanity. I don't want them getting fucking pensions. I want them fucking cut off. Uh, I'll use the bank system to cut these motherfuckers off. How about that? And this is bullshit, man. This is complete bullshit. And I don't know who who needs to get elected to go. You know, the the other thing about fucking politicians is they're all part of this fucking game and they never go after anybody after the fact, you know, like when Obama got in office and it was like, yeah, we uh, we tortured some folks. It's like, oh, okay. so are we going to go after the Bush administration for that or we're just going to let that one slide like they never fucking prosecute their own? Yeah, nobody's ever going to pay for any of the bullshit that they do. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but I know it's not just be like, oh, mea culpa. No big deal. We're, we're friends again. Uh, uh-uh. Fuck these people and uh, never forget. Uh, you Go ahead and forget 9-11. I don't care. Never forget fucking 2020 because this is bullshit, man. And they are they are they tried so goddamn hard to institute everything that they've wanted to do for the longest time. You know, that that's always how they operate. It's always like, as soon as there's a little crisis, they go for the fucking throat. You know, it's like, uh, with like climate change or something, it's like, oh, we got to do all of our socialist fucking policies to combat climate change. It's like, motherfuckers, you've been wanting to do that stuff long before climate change was a thing. You're just using that as the excuse. And you know goddamn well that they want fucking vaccine passports and they want to be able to fucking control everything that you do and know where you're going and have a fucking thing on your phone that they can control every aspect of your life with. And that's what they were going for. They got awfully close. They got awfully close this time. And don't fucking forget that it was all completely based on bullshit. And they're going to try to walk it back and say that the science changed, but nothing fucking changed. The only thing that fucking changed was enough people finally caught on to this. And maybe they're a little afraid of a freedom convoy here in America, too, with a with a strongly armed population at that. Getting real. They're getting real antsy because they know they're a bunch of them are getting ready to get voted out of office. Good. I, I certainly hope so. But uh, anyway. I guess we'll we'll wrap on that. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Pedal Fiction and join the private Facebook group. 
get in there, start posting some memes in the meme stream. It was on fire this past week, dude. The the fucking we, I guess we forgot to talk about all the the crack the free crack pipes. <laughs> there are some great fucking memes about the crack. I mean, again, you can't make this stuff up, but Facebook groups growing. It's a lot of fun to be in there. And the you know, top 10 contributors get invited to the happy hour once a month. And anybody that contributes the show monetarily by going to peddlingfictionpodcast.com and setting up a recurring monthly donation will get to have drinks with me and Justin every other Friday. This is our off Friday this week. Oh, no, we're doing it this Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it this Friday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So hurry up and get on that so that we can throw back. I got some whiskey here and some wine. Figure it out. And uh, until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.